1: how to reconcile Eastern medicine approaches with Christianity, and a whole lot more. Now, here's your host, Dr. Lauren. Finding
2: uplifting news in today's headlines is often like searching for a needle in a haystack. At the Story Behind podcast, we believe in the power of finding heartwarming tales and are happy to share empowering stories with you every week. Get inspired by the note a waitress received from a patron dining alone and even hear about how one
3: VIP passenger made a hard-working pilot get emotional before his flight. To start
2: listening to the story behind podcast, visit LifeAudio.com. The Historical Jesus Podcast is the sweeping saga of the life and times of Galilean Jesus of Nazareth, as well as the faith, religion, and church founded to honor and disseminate His acts and teachings. Join me, Mark Vinette, on this fascinating journey through time, exploring the many great works of Christian theology, literature, architecture, music, and art inspired by the words and deeds of Jesus Christ.
0: Welcome back to another episode of Christian Natural Health. Today, I'm very excited to have Stephen K. Scott with us. Steve flunked out of his first nine jobs right out of college, but after reading the book of Proverbs, he learned 16 strategies that he applied to each area of his life. Steve is a best-selling Christian author and billion-dollar business builder. Steve's blessed entrepreneurship journey has funded his ministry. His latest project is called Numi, and he refers to it as the biggest health breakthrough that he's ever seen. Welcome, Steve. Thanks so much for joining us.
2: Thank you, Doctor Lauren. I'm yeah. glad to be. Here.
0: So, tell us a little bit about that journey. What did I mean? It sounds like Proverbs thoroughly revolutionized your life. What was that process like, and what led you to start studying Proverbs for okay.
2: that? Okay, I bunked out. I graduated from college in 1970, probably before you were born, <laughs> and uh, the um, my 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 degree was in business and in marketing. But I flunked out of my first five jobs in about three years, and uh, let's see, how many years? Uh, six, yeah, in in four years, and um, I had just lost my fifth job. My best friend in life was a guy named Gary Smalley, Dr. Gary Smalley, and Gary was visiting me, and I said, Gary, I don't understand. No matter what I do, I can't succeed on at- I uh, I'm not stupid. I have a pretty good IQ. I understand my craft, which is marketing and consumer behavior, mm-hmm. and um, and I'm not lazy. I'm first in, last out at every every job that I work at, and can't succeed. And uh, the uh, um, I I don't know why I'm failing, but I'm not holding a job more than six months. <laughs> And he said, well, let me pray about it. And the next morning he comes into our tiny little kitchen and he says, I've got the answer. How would you like to be wiser than all your bosses? And and I was 26 and I said, yeah, right. And he said, no, there's something you can do. Do it for two years. In two years you'll be wiser than all your bosses. In five years you'll probably be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. That was ridiculous because at the time, the only reason we had breakfast was two women from a Bible study I taught had anonymously left groceries on our doorstep,
3: wow. and he said,
2: "Do this, I'll even be a millionaire in five years." Which I, money was never my goal, so I didn't worry. Ministry was more important to me than money, okay. and uh, but I did want to pay my bills. I had a mortgage to pay, and I had a wife and a daughter, right. and uh, so anyway, I said, "Okay, what do I do?" And he said, 31 chapters in Proverbs, 31 days a month. Every day, read the chapter of the day. Uh, So today would be chapter 14. Mm -hmm. And uh, with pencil and paper in hand, Mm -hmm. write down the wisdom and insights you gain and do that for two years. It'll take you through the book of Proverbs 24 times. Mm -hmm. And I promise you it will change everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, So. I took the challenge. I started going through Proverbs in the next 18 ma- months. I went through jobs six, seven, and eight. But <laughs> I also went Proverbs about 18 times, and I found 16 strategies that were truly life changing.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So, on job number nine, they all came into focus, and that's where I applied them. I had a, a nothing job right there in Phoenix, Arizona. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a, an assistant. Uh, to a product manager in a catalog company.
3: Okay. and
2: uh, But I came up with a project that ended up doubling the company sales from $30 million to $60 million in the four months I worked there. And uh, with that, a friend offered to back me in my own business. If I'd moved back to Philadelphia, he had $5,000. Uh-huh. And I had acquired the rights to a particular product. So I uh, quit my job, moved back to Philadelphia, uh-huh. and Uh, Five months later, our sales hit a million dollars a week, Uh and that we never went less than that. For the next 35 years, we sold billions of dollars worth of products, our tiny little company. Uh Uh, There were only six of us that owned the company, Uh and um, we ended up creating national brands left and right, like Total Gym with Chuck Norris and Christy Brinkley. Uh Uh, We started that one in 96. That's still on the air every single week in every market in the United States, Mm-hmm. Uh, but we also had uh, cosmetics, hair care with Cher, Kathy Lee Gifford. I owned a number of cosmetic companies and educational companies with Michael Landon and John Ritter as my spokespersons and weight loss with Richard Simmons and sweating to the oldies uh, treadmill with Jane Fonda. I had a lot, 92 celebrities under contract by the time I retired wow. and God just really blessed our business. As it turned out, I was a millionaire in two and a half years. <laughs> not I, nice, but it was uh that's how the journey went. But I not only I did, I never studied Proverbs from a religious point of view. Uh-huh. I just took it from a wisdom point of view. And wisdom is the application of understanding and knowledge mm-hmm. uh, in, in the best way. Mm-hmm. So you got three things. You got, you got uh, good, better, and best. And I began applying these strategies in the best way. And they apply to everything they apply to communication, to marriage, to, mm-hmm. um, you know, you name it. In fact, just Proverbs teaching on communication
3: mm-hmm.
2: allowed me to generate more than 40 million phone calls, uh, allowed me to repair my marriage, uh, allowed me to be a lot better parent. Uh-huh. Uh, communication is the number one problem in relationships, in parenting and in business. So when you can solve that problem,
3: you've
2: changed your life. And that's just one of the areas, one of the strategies. Proverbs says, a wise man trains his mouth Mm -hmm. and adds persuasiveness Mm -hmm. to his lips. So there's the strategy. Mm -hmm. Now I needed a mentor to give me the skill sets to make that strategy a reality. Mm -hmm. And the best communicator I've known in my lifetime was Gary Smalley. So he gave me just four skill sets mm-hmm. that, and we get into that in, in the richest man who ever lived, that mm-hmm. allowed me to become an effective and persuasive communicator.
0: Amazing. So uh, you're kind of alluding to the power of the tongue, because that is a, a huge theme as far as Proverbs goes. So tell right. us a bit of like some of, some of the main rules that you learned in order to become an effective communicator that led to this.
2: Okay, well, the, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the Proverbs has about 30 Uh, statements on communication for example um uh soft words turn away wrath Mm -hmm. but harsh words stir up anger Mm -hmm. so learn how to use soft words whenever there's an argument escalating uh uh that a a word fitly a word the right word at the right time is like uh leaves of gold or apples of gold in a silver setting Mm -hmm. and um they bring that much joy to a, a situation. So learning how to uh, how to use my words correctly. So Gary gave me four skill sets that made persuasive communication possible. There um, or yeah, skill sets. Uh, number one, how to gain someone's undivided attention. Number two, how to bring their attention level back to to a maximum. Uh, place every time you have an important point to communicate. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number three, and this one was incredible, how to bridge left brain, right brain. Uh, 90% of women are right brain uh, driven and 90% of men are left brain. That creates a huge communication gap because left brain is analytical, right brain is feelings and visual. And so he taught me a technique that we call emotional word pictures, uh, how to, uh, and, and emotional word pictures, number one, they clarify the meaning because just the uh, difference in how we perceive words, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we say something like, yeah, I love you. Mm-hmm. Okay. That doesn't sound very loving.
3: <laughs> right.
2: uh, versus, versus, you know, I really love you. Right. Now that sounds better. But mm-hmm. if I can give a word picture, right. the, the reason word pictures are so critical, number one, they clarify uh, meaning, mm-hmm. they create understanding. And the, the goal of, of effective communication is that the person not only understands what I'm saying, mm-hmm. but actually feels what I'm feeling.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And the right word picture uh, stimulates the right side of the brain. It stimulates the limbic area where we where all of our feelings come from, mm-hmm. and uh, so when we can do that, we're persuasive.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And the word pictures do that. Word pictures create understanding, and they also get into feeling when they're the right word pictures. So we show you in in the richest man who ever lived, we show you how to create good word pictures, mm-hmm. uh, and that really. Uh, clarify and impart feeling because when when you feel what i feel getting you to do what i think is in your best interest is easy because i've already i've clarified the understanding you're feeling what i'm feeling Mm -hmm. and as long as i'm authentic and really want the best for you now and now it's easy to bring you to, to do what I think is in your best interest or what I believe is in your best interest.
0: Sure, Yeah. Awesome. Amazing. So you also talk about how you, you had this quote in your book, Solomon's power sources, vision and his fuel is hope. So can you describe a little bit how hope fuels us and what Proverbs has to say about the topic?
2: Okay. Yeah. I love hope because um, it's very misunderstand. Mm-hmm. Uh People think that hope is a wish, you know, mm-hmm. yep. uh, I hope my wife's happy with me when I get home. I hope Mm -hmm. that my job doesn't uh, go away. I hope I don't get laid off because of recession. Mm -hmm. Uh, Those are wishes, not hope. Yeah. Big difference. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Hope, the best definition of hope, if you studied all the scriptures on hope, which I've done, Mm -hmm. uh, you would come up with this definition. Hope is the well-founded, underline that, Mm -hmm. confident belief, Mm -hmm. that that which is promised, committed, or pursued Mm -hmm. will be achieved within a specific amount of time. Mm -hmm. So anything minus any of those elements, if you don't have the specificity, it's not a true hope. If it's not Mm well-founded, you know, um, in... There's an industry where people have other people make dream boards. Okay, you, you get a big board and you say, okay, I want a better house. So you show, cut out of a magazine, a picture of a mansion. And I'd like a boat. So you get an $8 million yacht. All of that is worthless, totally worthless. It's fraud. Okay? Uh-huh. Uh, rather than that, we, I teach a process called vision mapping. A vision mapping is just like a Google map. There's a destination you want to get to. There's a location where you're currently at. Mm-hmm. And we show you how to then create a map to get from your, where you are. Say, say for example, you're, you're not seeing answered prayers. Your prayer life is weak. Mm-hmm. Okay. I see miracles every single day.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And, uh, but say you have a weak prayer life. So your, your end result, you want a more effective prayer life where you come into unity with God. You hear his heart; he hears your heart. Mm-hmm. You go from knowing about God into intimacy, which is union. That's what Christ uh, tells us to do, mm-hmm. and so that's your goal. So now, that's that's the destination. How do I get there? Mm-hmm. So getting there, number one, I've got to understand what what Jesus said about prayer. Yeah. So I'm going to study all this. So this becomes a. Now it goes that that becomes a goal. Now, I break that into to steps, mm-hmm. okay? I'm going to have to read everything Jesus said. Uh, if he said something that I don't understand, then a task becomes to get understanding, either by reading commentaries or talking to uh, somebody who has an effective parallel. So I, I end up creating a, a, a goals, steps, and tasks, mm-hmm. and then I focus on the first task of the first step,
3: mm-hmm.
2: So, what happens is that fuels hope mm-hmm. because when you accomplish a task and you fulfill a step and then you reach a goal mm-hmm. and you've only got three goals to achieve your dream, mm-hmm. well, my gosh, you see the progress, and the closer you get, the more motivated and fulfilled you are. Oh. Uh, it's like when your parents would take you on a driving trip, right? How much further? Mm-hmm. And they'd say, Oh, we've got eight more hours. Uh-huh. Hope at all. You might
0: <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
2: But today we're going to be at at your favorite uh cousin's house. We're only 5 minutes away.
0: Whoo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. A powerful prayer life does not require hiking a mountain to be able to hear from God. God can meet us right in the middle of our busy lives to help guide, and speak to us through prayer. I'm Christina Patterson, host of the Teach Us to Pray podcast, providing practical teaching and encouragement on how you can make prayer a natural and consistent part of your everyday life. I promise it won't require hiking a mountain, but you just might develop the faith to move one. Listen and subscribe at lifeaudio.com.
2: Another thing I teach on hope is right out of one of my, it is my favorite uh, uh, scripture on hope. It's, it's in, in Proverbs, it says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. Yes. But desire accomplished is a tree of life. Yes. So we defer hopes all the time. When, when men and women come together in a marriage, uh, the man has, honestly, he has three great needs. He's thinking the wife is going to fulfill. Mm-hmm. A wife comes into a marriage thinking she's got four great needs that she thinks the man's going to fulfill. So there's the hope, okay? They come into the relationship with hope. Well, within six months, those hopes are being deferred. They're not being met. Well, hope deferred makes the heart sick. Mm -hmm. When the heart gets sick, which it happens, we do that with our kids, employees, peers, Mm -hmm. friends. You might do it with your listeners Mm -hmm. uh, or your patients. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. When the heart gets sick, that's the core of who we are. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, First, we lose our energy. Mm -hmm. Then we lose our creativity. Mm -hmm. Then we lose our productivity. Mm -hmm. Then we lose our motivation. Mm -hmm. Then we lose our trust. Mm -hmm. And finally, we lose our commitment. Those are six devastating consequences of deferring hope and making the heart sick. Mm-hmm. The good thing is Solomon told us how to correct that. Mm-hmm. He said but desire accomplished is a tree of life. So when I can meet those three great needs of my wife, she becomes a tree of life. Mm-hmm. So that not not only is she blessed, but she now becomes a blessing to anybody who comes and gets shade under that tree or picks some of the fruit from the tree, that's what Solomon's creating. Wow. So uh so, it's very critical that we discover one another's dreams and hopes uh-huh. uh, and then we we work hard to deliver those in a timely manner
0: yeah, that's a fascinating perspective because that verse doesn't necessarily specify meeting desires of others becomes a tree of life in them. And then they continue, they they turn around and then bless you. But that's a great insight. So a lot of times I remember when I first read that verse, I thought, well, duh, (laughs) obviously, you know, when you, when you, when you receive what you want, it becomes a tree of life. But I love that twist of give, give to others, and then they will in turn bless you. And that's definitely bless bless others. Yes.
2: All the people your spouse interacts with right mm-hmm. okay so you have fulfilled hope uh every woman has four great needs every mm-hmm. man has three great needs mm-hmm. when those go unmet mm-hmm. then hope is being deferred and the and the heart is getting sick even if it's not expressed that's what's happening
3: sure
2: yeah. it, it's mm-hmm. what i would call uh in biology i would call it accelerated aging
3: mm-hmm. premature
2: aging uh-huh. uh, of a relationship, mm-hmm. and so um, uh, the the three great needs of a man. Number one, number one is that uh, is his desire to be respected and admired. Mm-hmm. Number one, more than sex, that's his number one need in life. Yep. His second greatest need is to feel loved and desired. Mm-hmm. That's why we always went to mom because Mm -hmm. she always made us feel love, those of us who had a good relationship with mom, and she made us feel desire. Mm -hmm. And uh, then the last one is sexual intimacy. Now, Mm -hmm. if the first two aren't met, Mm -hmm. now it flips into a very unhealthy, where sexual intimacy becomes the number one goal, because it becomes a medication, because the other two aren't met. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: And then the, the husband goes to work, and there's a secretary there, Somebody, all of a sudden, they begin to reflect admiration and respect. Mm-hmm. Guess what happens?
3: Of course. Yep.
2: Yeah. So and for a woman, the four great needs, number one is security, not financial, but emotional security, meaning she can be who she wants to be, who she really is, and know that the other person is going to value her and honor her for who she is rather than criticize, condescending, looking down on um, Mm -hmm. all the things we tend to do. But she wants to be valued Mm -hmm. for who she is, not who she pretends to be or who she can appear to be, but who she really is. Very few women have that safety in a relationship, but they really want it. Mm -hmm. Number two, she wants meaningful communication, communication that connects her heart to her spouse's. And once again, that's where emotional word pictures can come into play. Emotional word pictures uh, can change a relationship, honestly, in about 15 to 20 minutes when you use the right word pictures. Uh, Number three need of a woman is romance, something that usually ends within that first year on the man's part. That part of his brain dies and floats away. So he needs to be reminded how to be romantic. And last but not least is she wants non-sexual touch touch that doesn't automatically lead to the bedroom Mm -hmm. whether it be holding hands a massage a back rub a hug we need we need at least eight hugs a day um, and and not just a little two second hug you know five ten fifteen second hugs are good Mm -hmm. and uh and that's what a woman needs Now, if a man meets those four needs in a woman, he doesn't have to worry about anything else because she will want to meet his needs as well.
0: Yes, yes. And there's, as you're talking, you're reminding me of the book, uh, Love and Respect, which is very much that same concept of meet the needs of the other person. And then they most likely, if they're a good person, are going to want to turn around and meet your needs too.
2: If if you communicate, here's where most people... They get a negative reaction to their communication, a rolling of the eyes, a folding of the arms, looking at the watch like Biden did when those poor servicemen came home in caskets. Wow. You know, it was totally dishonoring. And we dishonor one another when we when we don't listen. Right. And men don't know how to listen. Men actually don't know any of this relationship automatically. We have to we have to hear it. We have to learn it. Mm-hmm. That's why, you know, Gary was my best friend to the day he died. We were best friends for 43 years. And I always recommend Gary Smalley books because Gary's all about how do I honor mm-hmm. the other person? He always said honor is a more important word in a relationship than love.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Learning
2: out, because actually when you honor the your spouse, uh, then they, that love is, that is an act of love. Another good book that I recommend is, is the five love languages Mm -hmm. by Gary Chapman. Gary's always been kind enough to, to endorse most of my books Mm -hmm. and a wonderful man. He was one of Gary's dear friends, Mm -hmm. but those five love languages are really important. In fact, in the new book that I have, the Joseph principles, Mm -hmm. uh, I have a chapter called God's love language. Uh-huh. it's not praise it's not worship uh-huh. it's a language that creates that Jesus promises intimacy
3: uh-huh.
2: and it's the only place he promises intimacy and he promises it to the one that uses this love language with him and the father uh-huh. and uh, it's in, he revealed it at the last supper knowing his disciples uh would forget it until the holy spirit came but but um uh the at the last supper Uh, I call it the end of game huddle. Uh The the disciples didn't know which end was up, but Jesus made them a promise that he was Uh going to send the Holy Spirit and that the Holy Spirit would teach them all things and bring to their remembrance whatsoever things he said. Uh And that's exactly what happened. So they did record Uh where he revealed his love language, how they could continue to have an intimate relationship with him Uh and the father after he went to heaven. Mm -hmm. Because they were shook. They had no idea. He had been their source of everything for three and a half years, and now he's going away. What the heck? We're going to be orphans. Mm -hmm. No, you're not. You're going to have a deeper intimacy with me and the Father than you've ever had Mm
3: -hmm. while I've
2: been on earth. That's what he revealed in John 14 21 through 23. Mm -hmm. He said, He who has my commands and keeps them, he it is who loves me. Mm -hmm. And he who loves me, my Father will love and I too will love, and here it comes, and I'll reveal myself, open my heart, my mind, I'll reveal myself to him. Mm-hmm. See, that's intimacy. Mm-hmm. Judas and said unto him, Lord, how are you going to re- reveal yourself to us? What about the world? Mm-hmm. Now, here's where it gets really good. Jesus says, anyone, so that's even my, my five-year-old granddaughter, anyone who has my teachings mm-hmm. and keeps them. My father will love him, Mm -hmm. and we will come to him and make, this is in the Aristons and the Greek, we'll make our continual dwelling place with them. So my five-year-old granddaughter Mm -hmm. can have Jesus and the father continually dwelling with her Mm
3: -hmm. wherever
2: she goes. If I, the parent or grandparent, will teach her, the teachings of Jesus, and show her how to live those teachings as she goes through her day, moment by moment. Mm
0: -hmm. So studying the the teachings of Jesus specifically.
2: Yeah, that's the key, not Bible study. Jesus made 21 promises. All this is in the Joseph principles. Jesus made 21 promises Mm -hmm. about his words, miraculous promises, by the way, Mm -hmm. uh, that he didn't make about the rest of the word of God. See, when Jesus came, Hebrews 1, 1 said he was the ultimate word from God.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: God said the exact same thing at the transfer, uh, transfiguration.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But um, Jesus said, my words are spirit, mm-hmm. they're life. So when we consume, when we eat his words, mm-hmm. his spirit and his life are actually infused into our spirit and life. And that no other words. He never made that claim Mm -hmm. about Mm the other words. Give information, revelation, inspiration, motivation, but they do not infuse the spirit and life of Jesus Christ Mm -hmm. into our spirit and life. So people go through life struggling, depressed, discouraged. Christians, Christians act just like non Christians. Honestly, you know, uh, Jesus said, "Come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, take my yoke upon you and learn." from me you know when they go to christ Mm -hmm. uh at the very end they go to everybody else first and he says come to me first i'm humble and gentle my yoke is easy he's talking about a rabbinical yoke not the yoke of a oxen Mm -hmm. and uh he said you know i will give you rest and that word in the hebrew means rejuvenation refreshing Mm -hmm. rest for your soul Mm -hmm. okay that doesn't come from anybody else.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: I've been, I, I took this book, uh, this came out in 08. I, I um, took the 1900 statements of Christ and organized them into 225 topics. Never been yeah. done before. Called the greatest words ever spoken. Uh, get the red letter edition. I'm telling you, our viewers are, uh, see this is on thin line Bible paper. When it first came out, it was two inches thick. Because a regular book paper, but Random House was kind enough to put it do do me a favor, and that we created a red letter edition, so you can look up any topic Jesus ever spoke on, and instantly have written out in front of you every single thing he said. Mm-hmm. That's how, he, and I've been so I've been meditating and and consuming the words of Christ now yeah. for sixteen years, mm-hmm. and it changed everything. Gary did it for the last eighteen months of his life, mm-hmm. Smalley. And it changed everything, everything. He couldn't believe it. He'd spend an hour and a half a day in Jesus' words Mm -hmm. every morning, as soon as he woke up. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. That's something that God has been showing me a lot, too. Every time I, I, I start to struggle with a problem or trying to wrestle or figure things out, the first thing he says is, look at me, look at me, look at me. Yeah. that I can keep my eyes focused where they need to be and at the source of all of the answers, not at the details beyond it, but at him, he's
2: the source. He is the source, but listen to what Jesus said. Only the father knows the son Mm -hmm. and only the son knows the father and those to whom he chooses to reveal him. Mm -hmm. Jesus made over 100 statements about God, the father. If we don't know what Jesus said about the father, our concept of God is incomplete at best sure, and an error at worst.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So I tell people start, you know, stay in the gospels, discover what Jesus said about the father and you'll get to know him. Mm-hmm. We get to know the father by what Jesus said mm-hmm. and by Jesus life, mm-hmm. his attitudes, his activities, his beliefs, mm-hmm. uh, We see that in the Gospels. And he said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. It's the Father in me doing these works. Mm -hmm. And so people, and and same thing about faith. People are always telling me different believers. I travel a lot. So I I meet believers from all over the world on airplanes Mm -hmm. and a lot of others. But uh, they'll say, oh, I wish I had more faith. Mm -hmm. And my question is, how much time do you spend in Jesus' words? Oh, you know, I study the Bible every week, maybe five, 10 minutes. Did I ask Bible study? Did you hear that? You want to hear what Jesus said to the best Bible students of all time? Mm -hmm. He said, you study the scriptures diligently because you think that in them you have eternal life. Mm -hmm. Yet these are that which testify of me and you will not come to me for life. Mm -hmm. When Christ came, he's everything. Mm -hmm. He's the representation, the perfect articulation of the father. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we don't come to them. In fact, they miss them all together, even though they had studied scripture. Jesus said, if you abide in my words, Mm -hmm. you will be my true disciples and you'll know the truth and the truth will make you free. He said that to brand new baby believers. They were minutes old, Mm -hmm. only minutes old. Not, he didn't say that to his disciples. He said it to brand new believers. So it's a formula or recipe that applies to any believer, whether they're 90 years old in a nursing home. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can become his true disciples by abiding in his word. Uh, I go to bed listening to it every night, listening to the Gospels. But uh, but it also applies to the brand new six-year-old who says, uh, uh, Grandpa, how can I go to heaven?
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: Teach her about Jesus and guess what happens? She begins to abide in what Jesus said. Yeah. She's becoming his true disciple as a six-year-old. It's a universal truth, John 8, 31 and 32. Gotcha.
0: So it seems like uh, originally I was thinking we talk about Proverbs, but it seems like this, the, the passion of that you have for Jesus' words and the Gospels has almost superseded that. Do you feel like you could have learned the same things that you learned in no.
3: Proverbs?
2: no. Jesus teaches very specific wisdom that's very applicable. Mm -hmm. But God's goal for you and for me, uh, Lauren, uh, Mm -hmm. is that we come into intimacy. Intimacy is a union. So people know about God. God wants us to come into a union with Him. That's what Jesus, in fact, Jesus defined eternal life. If you get into the the Greek, He said, and this is eternal life. That they might intimately know you the only true god Mm -hmm. and jesus christ whom you have sent god said the same thing in jeremiah 9 24 where he said let him who glories glory meaning my whole reason for existence and joy and peace let him who glories glory in this that he understands and intimately knows me that's why it was critical for jesus to share with his disciples how they could have intimacy with him and the Father mm-hmm. uh, after, he, after he left the earth. So we get into all of that in the Joseph Principles, which is brand new. It just came out. In fact, if a if a person goes to lifetoday.org, they can see the two interviews I did this past week on Life Today. Mm-hmm. They just go to the little drop down that says uh, watch TV, and then it says this week's shows. Mm-hmm. And you, I was there on Tuesday and Thursday, and so you can see that. Uh, but, but yeah, I love proverbs. Proverbs changed my life. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. But my goal and God's goal for Steve Scott isn't that I become wise; mm. it's that I become intimate with Him and the Son mm-hmm. through a union with the Holy Spirit. And Jesus told us in John fourteen twenty-one through twenty-three how we can make that possible. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. So get the priorities right for sure.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. Amen.
0: All right. So, um, let's change gears a little bit and let's talk about new So oh. you, you're really passionate about this new project and, and it has everything to do with glutathione. So give us your pitch and then I'll kind of ask you some questions. As okay.
2: We can- Real quick. Uh, I started funding research mm-hmm. and marketing of glutathione enhancement, uh, back in 2006 when I met a doctor from the mail, uh, who introduced me to that word glutathione. Mm-hmm. Uh, There are conventional ways to try to elevate your cells' use of glutathione. Mm -hmm. Um, um, N-acetylcysteine is one of them, Mm -hmm. and he had cofactors blended in with the N-acetylcysteine that increased the upregulation of the cysteine. But uh, but what we did at Numi, it's N-E-U-M-I, so just Mm -hmm. think neuron, but it's Knew me any UMI.
0: Oh, I, I was wondering how it got that name. Okay.
2: <laughs> and and what we've done is glutathione is the most important molecule in life. It's just as important as oxygen. It performs 400 functions. Yeah, 15 of those are critical to life. There'd be no oxygen transfer with it. There'd mm-hmm. be no detoxification of cells or the liver without it. Uh, your immune system would be very ineffective without it. You'd age prematurely without it. Every organ, every tissue would age prematurely and is aging prematurely because most people have low glutathione levels. Mm -hmm. Glutathione declines at the rate of 10 to 15% per decade starting at the age of 20. Mm -hmm. Uh, It declines on a daily basis depending on your activity, what you eat, what you breathe. The exercise, believe it or not, that lowers glutathione. Mm -hmm. It creates oxidative stress and glutathione is utilized to mitigate oxidative stress. Mm -hmm. Well, the problem is you cannot get glutathione or its precursing amino acid, uh, the rate-limiting amino acid, L-cysteine, through the gut intact. The right. gut destroys it, real fragile. So what we did, we used an, uh, a proprietary nanoprocess that we created called hydrostat. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, I spent a fortune uh, with my scientist who's been in nano for 20 years developing this, mm-hmm. and we were able to nano-size. Mm -hmm. glutathione and l-cysteine and a number of other uh uh, ingredients Mm -hmm. and get them to a particle size where you swish it in your mouth like Mm -hmm. a mouthwash hold it under your tongue and then do that for 30 40 50 seconds world-class athletes do it for as long as a couple minutes before right before an event Mm -hmm. and they break world records regularly on it so um but uh, it goes right into your bloodstream and the particle size is so small mm-hmm. that it's out of the bloodstream in 70 seconds right. and the cells. Yeah. Now, uh, what's so cool is people say, well, how can we measure it in the blood? What does it do to serum glutathione and so on? The answer is nothing. It's in and out. Okay. 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 So it can't And we were seeing all these miraculous results in clinics with world-class athletes. We've seen recovery times uh, for conditioned athletes drop by as much as 70%. We've seen muscle output increase increase 25 to 50%. We've seen endurance, mental and physical stamina go through the roof. And yet when we tried to measure it in the blood, there was no change at all. And so I put the top nanoscientist uh, from our local university who's been in nano for 20 years she's a double PhD in physics and chemistry and I said Agnes how come we don't see any changes in glutathione levels Mm -hmm. she looked at me and she said are you stupid
0: (laughs) well you always love to get that reaction yeah
2: (laughs) and my son was there and he started laughing And I said I guess I am she says Steve number one your hydrostat System and the particle size is so tiny that it's out of the bloodstream with one pass of the circulation. So it's in the cells in seventy seconds. Mm -hmm. And so, what are you going to measure? You're going to measure it in the lymphocytes? Won't find any there. Going to measure it in the erythrocytes? Won't find any there. Yeah. It and and you can't even measure it in the cell because the moment it hits the cell, it's utilized. Wow. Our attack are attacked 10 to 20,000 times a day by free radicals. Every cell in our body, all 60 trillion. Sure. And the first place the cell looks is glutathione because glutathione uh, is not only the mass, it's the only antioxidant that's not monofocused. Vitamin C, vitamin D, vitamin E, every antioxidant can handle one type of free radical, but no other types. And mm-hmm. there's a whole spectrum right. of free radicals, uh, different sources, different compositions, different structures. Glutathione is called the master antioxidant because like the master key of a hotel, it actually uh, sequesters and neutralizes all types of free radicals, uh-huh. only one in the world. It also makes vitamin C and vitamin E 300 to 500 percent more effective uh-huh. because it recycles them after they've discharged their electrons. Uh-huh. And um, uh, but it re- it's called the miracle molecule because it recycles itself so many times science can't put a number on it. It's been estimated that it's more than a million times more powerful than either vitamin C or vitamin E, which is uh, it's the most studied molecule in medicinal chemistry, microbiology, and, and biochemistry. There's over 170,000 published studies that are recorded in PubMed. Mm-hmm. And so knowing all that it can do, and it, it's the big game changer. It changes the output of our immune system. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody with high glutathione levels, nobody died or got seriously sick, mm-hmm. uh, uh, pro- never approached death. According to the latest studies, studies that were have been published in the Journal of Infectious Diseases, mm-hmm. everybody with high endogenous glutathione levels
3: mm-hmm.
2: sailed through the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And that's because when you have higher glutathione, mm-hmm. uh, your T cells and B cells that are the assassins reproduce much more, uh, rapidly in response to a bacterial or viral insult. so what what we did this nano sizing of glutathione uh the the doctors on our medical board from stanford and and around the world in fact i've been asked out to i just addressed a convention of 250 dollars international in mexico city i've just been asked to keynote our breakthrough to uh uh a world gathering of medical scientists and doctors, believe it or not, it's in Cuba. Wow. And they asked me to keynote on this. It is the biggest breakthrough of my lifetime. And I my whole focus for 35 years of my career was finding breakthroughs. This This blows everything else away. Mm-hmm. There's no aspect of human health or human performance that we don't impact in a very powerful way. So that's why I've done it. I've taken no salary. I've put millions in and haven't taken millions any out. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm just now starting to get a little bit of a payback on that so that people can find out about it through you. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that would be uh, your listeners. That's the best way. I We should put a link up. Oh, yeah. and You and I can talk about that later, but, mm-hmm. but I'd like them to go through you because, um, and I want, of course, I want you to get to know about it because when you do, when you get to see it, Mm-hmm. We had, in Mexico City, we had 300, 250 doctors, 150 signed up their clinics on the spot. Nice. Wow. I mean, no, it it's, and um, it's, you know, mm-hmm. it's crazy.
0: Yeah. It's, so Tell us a little bit about the studies behind it. Like, what can people expect when they start utilizing this? You mentioned oh, the athletes, but...
2: Okay, glutathione, by reducing oxidative stress in the cell, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, mitigates accelerated aging. So Mm -hmm. right now, with with lower glutathione levels, which anybody over the age of 50 has, Mm -hmm. anybody that works out has lower glutathione levels. Mm -hmm. Um, And what will happen is, number one, your mental stamina and clarity and alertness Mm-hmm. will go up instantly. I mean, within about 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, so we are testing with the military because 72% of all military people are addicted to the high caffeinated mm-hmm. stimulants. Sure. So we did it, we took a, a top security Air Force base, took 12 members of their 200 member security team without telling them, we, we put them on this, we had them start swishing, Uh, Their workout productivity went through the roof. Mm -hmm. Their physical and mental stamina, because they have 12-hour duty calls, Mm -hmm. went through the roof, and all of them, with no suggestion from us, were off the stimulants within seven days. It was a four-month test, and we've seen the same thing with over-the-road truck drivers. So how does it affect an everyday mom? Uh, The nice thing is there's no stimulants in it, so you can swish as often as you need it if you You swish in the morning right out of bed, you know, swish for a minute or two Mm -hmm. and uh, and hold it under your tongue and then swallow. You can swallow this. Mm -hmm. And then uh, if you start to lose your mental focus, brain fog, you know, COVID caused a lot of long term effects with brain fog, lack of short term memory. And, you know, if you're struggling for words or names Mm -hmm. and what happens is that gets impacted every time you swish. Now. Uh, We have world-class athletes who have eight-hour events. They'll swish every hour of an event Mm -hmm. and they go into a deep deficit, Mm -hmm. whereas they're used to going into a deficit beginning the first hour. And that deficit deepens as as the event progresses.
0: Yeah. They just keep correcting it.
2: Yeah, (laughs) that's it. You've got it. So the everyday person, I'm 74. Mm -hmm. My energy level is where it was when I was in my thirties and my mental level i still write books Mm -hmm. uh and usually that's between midnight and 2 a.m that i do my writing i've got six more books that my publisher wants me to complete (laughs) and um so uh i'm very active i need a hundred percent throughout my day so if i feel myself start to come down a little bit as far as my mental acuity Mm -hmm. clarity uh, or physical. I just simply start to get fatigued because mm-hmm. uh, th- I travel all over the world so I can get jet lag.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I swish and I'm right back. In fact, pilots are going nuts on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, one, one long-haul pilot who, who goes through 100 time zones uh, in 12 days, mm-hmm. he makes eight crossings of the Pacific in 12 days uh, every month, and he said he wouldn't fly without it. And he thinks it should be required by law for for flight crews to be on this product. And um, so obviously, I'm excited off the charts. Uh, that's and, uh,
0: So uh, what kind of price point can people expect for this?
2: Uh, if you're on auto ship, which most people are, it's $50 for a month supply.
0: Not bad at all. Um, no. Does it taste like sulfur? Yeah, they're
2: good <laughs> question. Uh, there is a an, any other kind of glutathione that, for example, liposomal glutathione tastes terrible. By the way, liposomes go rancid within, usually after two weeks,
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: just so you know. Liposomes also put fat in the cells. Mm-hmm. Fat's not water-soluble, so now the fats stay in the cells and collect mm-hmm. the toxic load in the cell. Sure. Uh, all of us have at least 200 industrial chemicals in us on any given day. Glutathione is the detoxifier of the cell.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, you don't want to introduce it through a fat, mm-hmm. and so ours is water based. And but it's that nano size that, that uh, and we have a topical spray. I'll send you pictures after we're done. Yeah. Uh, that's, that is creating outcomes that nobody's ever seen. My former, uh, for example, we have women that look like they have a facelift. It is unbelievable. Yeah. My former formulator when in my other cosmetic companies was the president of the American Society of Cosmetic Chemists, became the, the uh, head of R&D for the company that created Botox. When he saw our before and afters, he called me and he said, Steve, nobody, nobody has ever had before and afters like this. Yeah. Plastic surgeons can't believe it. Dermatologists can't believe it. Yeah. Uh, but what happens is they use it. And once they use it, they believe it. Yeah. So that's a topical spray. that we also have called Numi Skin. So it's NutraSwish is our supplement Mm -hmm. and Numi Skin is our spray. They both have glutathione L-cysteine. We've also nanosized for the spray, hyaluronic acid, collagen, and four other peptides. So we're getting those into the cells and seeing just amazing outcomes. You'll see the pictures and you'll go crazy.
0: Yeah, that sounds amazing. I'll definitely link all of that to the show notes. Is there anything I have not asked you that you want to make sure you leave with our audience?
2: Um, just that realize that God loves you more than your mother loves you. He loves you more than you love yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gave a son to die for you, even when you weren't worth dying for, mm-hmm. and and He wants intimacy. That's the amazing thing that God wants intimacy with us. He doesn't want to be a far off God. He sent His Son mm-hmm. so that we could come into a union with Him. Mm-hmm. That's the most important thing i could ever say
0: and absolutely where can people go to find out more about you
2: uh stephenkscott.com mm-hmm. and there's a link to new me there as well and uh stephen with a v not with a ph <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh dad wanted ph mom had the birth certificate while he was out and she <laughs> filled it in because that's what she wanted so it's stephen with a v kscott.com
0: excellent well, this has been gold. Thank you so much, Steve. Thank you for all of your great wisdom.
2: Oh, you know what? It all comes from the Lord. None of it's, none, none of it's self-made. Amen, amen. Uh, I tell people I'm a Federal Express guy. I don't make the packages. I just deliver them. Oh, so don't thank me. Thank the one who sent the package.
0: And I do, absolutely. All right. Thanks so much.
2: Thank you, Dr. Lawrence.
0: Are you looking for a holistically minded healthcare practitioner who truly treats root cause rather than symptom suppression?
3: where we seek the truth through reason and evidence about what matters most. And we are not tribal, since truth is for everyone. Please join me at the Truth Tribe as I discuss the reasons for Christian faith, the Christian worldview, and moral issues such as abortion and gender ideology. To listen now, go to lifeaudio.com or search Truth Tribe on your favorite podcast app.